Hello and welcome to the Master Miyake podcast. The brothers are back, Max Kessling, Fraser Kessling, and we have three, three new people on the podcast today. You've heard them on this podcast before, but we got them all on at once. We got Iggy, Tyler, and our cousin Johnny. Everyone's on the podcast. Big Patreon episode. How's everybody doing? Can't complain. Hey, pretty good. We're good, man. We're good. I like Fraser. how you just threw it to everyone at once, Max. Yeah. It's just a fucking free for all. I said everybody. I want to hear like we're doing great. I want now, everyone to be now everyone knows exactly everyone's voice. We know who is speaking. Mm-hmm. We know all that information. I feel like we breezed through that pretty well, though. I have to say, that's give, Johnny. You got to give us a little credit for that. People complain to me that our voices sound the same, Fraser. That's Max. Iggy's voice is the easiest to pick out every time you're on the pod Iggy I love it because you've got like the most just naturally entertaining voice ever it's awesome oh thank you I appreciate that it's great voice or content I feel like they're pretty synonymous yeah hand in hand yeah hand in one without the other you guys are all selectively collectively the man so thanks for coming on happy uh, thanks for supporting us and happy we could do this Cool. Yeah, for sure. Way to throw uh, it all this at once, Fraser. Yeah, My bad. <laughs> <laughs> also, I looked on the uh, Patreon. Uh, I think Iggy said that he was Daddy Warbucks uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, he is currently Daddy Warbucks, but Johnny Buckley is almost Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> so, just let you know, uh, your time is, is 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 coming to an end soon. I'm like the old school 1950s Daddy Warbucks, and he's like uh, the Jamie Foxx Daddy Warbucks. Like he's climbing in here. <laughs> what do you know what Jamie Foxx was like? Life. The pinnacle of Warbucks for 2021. What? You know, like, have like, you seen the remake of Annie? I was just gonna say, yeah, I don't think Max has. No, <laughs> he's not. Daddy. He's I, the new Daddy Warbucks. I'm so oh glad God. to be associated with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> it's a compliment. Just I'm happy to be in the same guy. sentence. Happy to be in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just some old white guy. <laughs> All right, let's start talking about football. Uh, last weekend was the AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, we have fans from both the Packers and Bills, the losers of last week. So. There's going to be a couple sad faces on this podcast, but we're going to start with the Bucks Packers, the first game that happened. We're going to throw it to Frazier. Frazier. What, what do you want from me? Do you want my analysis? Do you want my, no. like, my I just feelings? want to feel your, you throw your emotion. It yeah, I'm throwing it to you. It, take it raw, as you will. Raw emotion. Put your, put your heart on the page. Um, so... <laughs> it was a, it was it was a it was an entertaining game it was it was a lot of fun to watch um they really let them play there wasn't too many penalties called which for the most part is fun um i wish they went for it on fourth down i don't understand why they didn't they had to get a stop anyway they had to get a stop i didn't understand why rogers didn't run when he had that wide open lane he had enough space to get five yards and slide down I don't know. People say that, but if you've been if you watch the game and how that Bucks defense was swarming yeah, around yeah, they the ball, they might have just topped him. Every pass that was short or those like run, they could first of all, Packers couldn't establish the run. No. They couldn't establish those short passes with the yak that they were getting all against the Rams because the Bucks were too quick. They were getting downhill and they're getting to the ball carrier every time. And I think that might have played a little bit in Rogers' head. He got flushed out 
those that pass rush was relentless. I mean, Sue, JPP, I mean, I know that they had another safety that went out, but like they just had a consistent rush and that defense really stepped up for the blocks. Rogers still had a great game. Um, I think f- the fact that he lost sucks, but it's just going to be another stat that he lost in a playoff game and no one's really going to look at the stats or the fact that their defense let up fucking 31 points. Yeah. Um, So it's like shit like that. I mean, mistakes, they had to play a perfect game and they didn't Aaron Jones dropped the ball or fumbled, put the ground ball on the ground twice. Rogers threw a pick and it was pretty much after the first half. And then the fucking Scotty Miller play, which the fourth down before they dropped a, a gift from God interception. Like, it fell through the defender's hands, and then they decided to go for it, and then they scored been, a touchdown. Would that have been the third interception on Brady that day? That would have been the fourth, fourth interception. Yeah. Fourth? So, I mean, the Packers, they, you know, got some turnovers, but they gave up too many points, and, and Rodgers and the offense couldn't do enough. So, I mean, it sucked. It is what it is. What do you think about oh, – sorry. I mean, like, are they under – like, how does the defense suffer so badly against, like – I don't know. I mean, Tom Brady was great. It was good, but he wasn't, like – I don't know. He wasn't throwing darts across the field. You know? No, he, he had was, a few Tom big Brady plays. was, like, uh, playoff Brett Favre, where he was just, like, I'm putting the ball in play downfield whenever I can. Yeah. You, you receivers have to make the play. I'll throw interceptions, but we'll win the game. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. He really did. Like he took a lot of – yeah. Yeah. What was that, Tyler? Uh, oh, I just said he 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 went for like fifty five percent completion or something like that. I mean, he threw three picks. He went for fifty five percent completion. Like, I totally agree. Yeah, it was he, he did not play a great game. I, it shocks me that the Packers weren't able to pull that in. I mean, you know, Frazier, you said Rogers played a great game too. Like, he's thirty three for forty eight, three forty six, three touchdowns and interception. If you read that line after the game, like you're like, oh yeah, they destroyed him, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> crazy. There's like but everyone's just going to focus rushing. on the five and one playoff record or NFC championship record as you know, was brought up before the podcast started. Like that's just how it goes. I don't, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. It just sucks. Now Packers fans understand people from the AFC when the bad man does it to them. Because the bad man, Tom Brady, will just come in, and it doesn't matter how good, if you have an MVP quarterback or a shitty quarterback like Trent Edwards, they're just going to do it to you. Well, what did the the, uh, the Bucs make? Like, I know they made one addition this year. They added a wide receiver. I can't remember who it was. But, like, at the beginning of the season, I remember saying, like, yeah, Antonio Brown, thank you. Um, I remember people saying, like, oh, you know, Tom Brady will make a little bit of noise. But, like, the talk was, you know – who was gonna, who was gonna be better in the divorce, like Brady or Belichick? And on, like I, I feel like I blinked, and Tom Brady just beat Aaron Rodgers in the NFC or in the uh, in the championship. He's going to the Super Bowl now. And yeah. Like I'm shocked at how they got to this point. I don't know. I mean, I know Tom Brady's as much as I hate to say because don't say it as as don't a Dolphins, as a Dolphins fan. I mean, it's just like I know that pain. I know exactly when you describe yeah. him as the bad man. I, I just like that resonates yeah. so hard with me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's that good, or I, I just I'm kind of shocked that they got to this point, but they did it. I think I this mean, is it's a, a great team. Season. Yeah, 
like the Bucks have a great team. They had a great yeah, defense that, last year, yeah. and they had a quarterback who was, is the only person ever to be in the 30-30 club. So you put Tom Brady <laughs> oh, in that only offense. Only football player to be in the 30-30 yeah, club. Yeah, <laughs> only football. Not human. I, I'm yeah. sure there's other humans in no some sort of 30-30 club. But as far as football quarterbacks, he's the only quote. James Winston threw 30 picks and 30 interceptions last year. And you put Tom Brady on that team. That's yeah. a good-ass team. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't watch a ton of NFC football all the time anyway, as is. Um, and so I didn't really see a lot of the Bucks this year. And I didn't realize how good their freaking defense is. I mean, you spoke to it already, Frage, but, like, that front line is disgusting. I mean, like, even they're a little bit past their prime now. You know, like, if you said that that, front, that was their front line in, like, 2014 or something like that, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? But even now, they're still really fearsome. I mean, they were up Rodgers' ass all day. They yeah. have a really good linebacker that is escaping my my mind right now. I can't think of his name. He's a second-year player. Um, Devin White? Devin White, I think. Number 45. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he had, he had nine tackles on the day. Yeah. 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 Nine that- tackles. Jeez, yeah, and how many sacks do the Packers have on Brady? Give how many sack. sacks do the Packers have? Yeah. Um, did they even one get him? One. Can't like nothing's jumping. One. Him. That's not you, you. Kenny Clark had one. Yeah, Kenny Clark. That's you. That's not enough. You need three. You need three. Mm. At least. But, but you would think three picks would have done it. You know. I know. It's the same For thing me, against the. The same thing ha- reminds me of. The uh, Seattle game in 2014 or 15, it, it was like very similar. Russ threw five picks and the Packers lost in heartbreaking fashion because of a muffed onside kick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, this game was like, it was like three quarters of the Packers defense, just like letting the Bucks do whatever they wanted. I mean, it felt like nobody was getting covered. Like it, it was terrible. They weren't getting to Brady. And then the last quarter, they, they got all those takeaways and just, you know, how many three and outs did the Packers have in the fourth quarter? Sorry, too many, finish, but it was too many. It was brutal. Yeah. They had a lot of opportunities to win. And I know everyone was talking about that going forward on fourth down or not. Um, and saying, did Rodgers have anything to do with it? And was his decision? Um, but it comes down to like, there's so many more plays in the game that they should have done better at. You know, there's three downs they could have scored on before that fourth down decision. But yes, but that is still a scoring play that you were foregoing. Right. Think about how right. invaluable that is. Right. I mean, yes, so- there's other plays, but that is literally a scoring opportunity that you gave up for a reason that doesn't make any sense. So I, I agree. Yes, there's a lot of plays, but that is a very important play that just never happened. So, so listen to this real quick. If you if you look at that, what were you saying, Max? Sorry. Listen to this real quick. So uh Rogers didn't make the decision, right? It came from so I was listening to the Pat McAfee show earlier. And so basically LaFleur calls the the uh, field goal unit on. Rodgers then realizes that they're not going to go for the fourth down. So Rodgers goes off the field. The only way they would have had time to get a play and change it and anything is if they would have called the timeout, but they would have needed timeouts just in case. So he couldn't do anything about it basically, unless he did the baller ass decision to just call a timeout on the play and be like, no, we're going for the fourth down. If we like, that would have been gangster. If he just called it like timeout now, 
we're going for it. I truly can't believe he didn't do that, to be honest with you. I agree. I was kind of shocked. I mean, like, I, I was – yeah. And, and Have I, you like, – I think, like, analytically you could look at that decision, I'm sure, some way and say, like, there's a lot of reasons to make it make sense to take that field goal, I guess. But when you just – like, I don't know. I was watching the game just as a casual spectator, and when you feel like the weight of that moment when you're so close to scoring – you're clawing your way back against a mean defense that's been like after you all night. You're you're not going to get another opportunity to be this close. And there's what like f- less than five minutes left in the final quarter, and it just felt like such a big moment where you got to like let Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers. Just like throw whatever play out there. I don't care. Like and just tell him like, look, make it work. You're a great quarterback. You got great experience. Like get your team into the end zone and just make something happen, you know, but he didn't get the chance. I was kind of shocked. I was bummed too, just from like an entertainment value. Like that was a, a high intensity moment that I would have loved to have seen. Have you like uh, guys heard Rogers on the Pat McAfee show and all that stuff this year though? He's like, everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like uh, a man who's just come back from burning man and eaten like two eighths of shrooms and done like 12 hits of acid. <laughs> And I feel like he, like in that moment, he was like, "Namaste." It is as as the universe wills, the kick will happen, and he just walked off the field. Like he had made his peace with the Buddha. The the thing to me too, and not even like analytical or entertainment or any of that, just like morale and and momentum. Like when you let's say everything goes right for the Packers there, like they make that field goal, they get the stop, they get the ball, like a three and out right away. They get the ball back with time. Like that's gotta be super demoralizing for your offense in that position for your coach to be like, mm, nah, we're going to kick. We don't trust you like at all. Like that, you know, that that's gotta be such a tough position to then be in and then have to still then perform later, even if everything goes right. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think that puts them in a really tough spot there. McDermott kind of pulled the same shit though at the end of the Bills game too. When they kicked that field goal, I was like, "Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just you're just prolonging the inevitable at that point." Well, most of yeah. that game was prolonging the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> uh, let's switch over to the Bucks head real quick before we go on to that game. So, uh, you know, Tom Brady again. He makes what is this his tenth Super Bowl? Yep, that yeah. this. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's solidified the GOAT status. We've already kind of went over that before. Sorry, everyone on the podcast. Um, But that number is crazy. That, like, the numbers of how many playoff wins he has, what, I think it was 33 playoff wins, not including bye weeks, uh, just straight-up wins. And then he's he's made 10 Super Bowls. Like, that's not going to be repeated. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see his playoff wins versus the Browns total wins in that same time span. <laughs> is that a competitive number? No, I bet you it's far in Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so not competitive because he's got so many more. Um, I heard a really interesting stat. They said that uh, Tom Brady, this was his 14th conference championship game. This past weekend. And the next closest quarterback was Joe Montana who played in seven. <laughs> i heard that and i was just doubled like, him up oh my god i couldn't believe it you know i don't know how i, I mean i don't I, I was trying to think you know is it is he truly that great is he just some kind of like a mechanical i don't know you know freak of nature or is like was it this perfect storm of good talent incredible coaching a terrible conference in terms of all the other teams that the patriots ever had to play for like 10 12 years straight 
I mean, yeah, I don't and know. That, I was shocked. That is pretty crazy, too, in, like, when you just consider the wear and tear aspect. Like, 14 conference games, that means that that's at least 28 playoff games, right? And then they didn't get the first round by every year, like, take this year, for example. But at the very least, it's 28 extra playoff games plus the 10 Super Bowls you went to. It's 38 extra games. That's more than two full seasons. Like, that's crazy. That is a lot of games. Yeah. What an asshole. I'm counting the I'm counting the Cleveland Browns wins since 2020. So 2020. So we got yeah. Seven, don't count this year because they yeah. actually won games this year. I know we're gonna have to count this year though. No, I, it's, nah, fuck it. <laughs> so how many years would it take going back for it to be equal 33 playoff wins? So we're going so 17, 24, 25, 28. Okay, so it, go back to 2014. It, that's how long it would take to get the amount of wins. That's seven <laughs> seasons of the Browns playing. <laughs> that's including the 11 and five season. Oh my God. That's including is that, that. Is that what they did this year? Was that their record this year? Yeah. 11 and five. They were in 2015, uh, seven, one, zero, <laughs> seven, <laughs> six. No, I have a question. Are you giving them an award as the masters of mediocrity? No, they're worse no. than us. They're worse than us. They were. They're worse. No, we're we're more like Jeff Fisher Rams. That's like. Oh kind of yeah, our muse. that's that's my boy. He's our. Yeah, muse, he's the I spirit think. animal. Yeah, the muse. Yeah. Him yeah. yeah, and um, who's the basketball? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope, Frazier. Nope, cutting you off right there. Why? Can't talk about it. It's a non-talk about... Can't talk about it. About that coach? Who is nope. 50... Basketball? Hold. I'm so save confused. It. What is save going it. on? Frazier, save it for oh, the okay. end of the plug. Oh, I think it's... Oh, I think gotcha. it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that this was a trivia show. Oh, there you go. Boy, guys, we're doing oh, trivia oh, at the yeah, end. Tri- Pop quiz Please. hot shot. On my first there appearance on the podcast, Who are we what did we talk this for? about? <laughs> the listeners, Frazier. I'm quizzing you right now. On my first appearance on the pop, uh, podcast, what bad 90s TV show did I force you to watch? Big Bad Beetleboards. Uh, oh, you got it. All right. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Uh, yeah, what was uh, the championship ring that you gave me to be the wrestling correspondent, what specific title was it? The Intercontinental Championship belt. You're wrong. Okay, moving on. That was close. That's sure. what I could think of. Max gave it to you, so I don't know. Wrestling correspondent for the match. Yeah. yeah, technically, I, I am the official wrestling correspondent. I really need I need some breakdown and analysis <laughs> of today's wrestling stuff from uh, whatever this uh, persona is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I have not watched wrestling in a month, so I, I have watched, no breakdown. I haven't watched wrestling in years, but I just I feel like I would really okay. Would TNT, really the out. guy who owns the Jaguars, has his own wrestling brand, and it's way got the mustache. Yeah, Shadiq Khan, Khan has. Khan, yeah. yeah, he has his own wrestling brand that airs on TNT. It's way better than WWE, and it's hilarious. Nice. Okay, inside scoop. I haven't so watched wrestling since Eddie Guerrero had that custody <laughs> battle over his son with uh, Rey Mysterio. I think you know that's what's the last up? Time. That son has come back in the past year, and they did an angle with Rey Mysterio now where he introduced him as his son. <laughs> Still, no, Rey Mysterio is so old. Mysterio is old. 
I can't believe he's, he's still wrestling. Oh, well, he went to uh, Mexico and got new knees with illegal stem cell treatments, and he's just been wrestling fine ever since. It's incredible. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Sign me up. All right, let's just talk about the Bills now. We'll we'll do the at the end of the podcast. I'm done with the Bucks game. Yeah, we're done with the Bucks game. All right, Bills. Uh, we can talk. Bills, we can keep talking about Rey Mysterio instead. I'm no, 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 no. Bills, <laughs> Chiefs. Tyler, Tyler. Oh no. So watching this game was like watching the inevitable. It was like quicksand. It was just like when will that thing get suffocated? It was just a matter of time. How did it feel for you? Uh, I'm going to toss it to you. Do with it with what you will. Um. Well, I mean, as I kind of spoke about um, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, like I was not, I didn't have title aspirations this year. Um, I didn't really, you know, for one reason or another, like I talked about, I didn't really want it. Um, and also I didn't really expect it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, we were playing with borrowed time. I mean, t- not only a playoff win, but two, like, come on, how much more could we ask for than that? You know, lifelong Bills fan. Um, <laughs> the thing that killed me though the dagger was that we went up 10 nothing or nine nothing. Missed extra point. Should have been 10. But Should've that was 10. the dagger because, like, I went into that game being like, we're going to lose. It's fine. It's fine. We get the national stage. We get, like, to kind of to talk our stuff and, like, say that we were there. But then we went up 10 to nothing. And I, I read too into it. They I just got you, too excited. They gave, the they gave you just a little taste. Yeah. I know. Oh, and you were in. Like, Oh my God! Could this, can we do this? And uh, no, was the answer. But um, I mean, the the Chiefs, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it. But the Chiefs are just so fucking good, man. Their offense is so unbelievable. I mean, Kelsey is huge. Tyreek Hill is so goddamn fast, and Patrick Mahomes can make so many things happen. It's they're going to be really tough to beat. So I mean, good for them. Like I'm, I have I don't hold anything against them. Like they're they're a great team. They played a great game, and and they deserve to win. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I've had better days. <laughs> Tyreek Hill is like if Devin Hester was being played on one point like five speed and could catch the ball and run routes. Yeah, it's he, like how uh, Devin Hester plays in, on rookie mode in Madden. Yeah, he is so untouchable. Sometimes it's like. It, it, it seems unfair when he has the ball. It's crazy how fast, how shifty he is, and how quickly he can get open. It's, it's really remarkable. My mom goes, why aren't they trying to t- – why, why don't they tackle him? <laughs> I, go, I go, they're trying. Damn it, Joanne. Trust me. <laughs> why don't they just get him? <laughs> why don't they just tackle him? I'm like, yeah, don't you think they tried that? I don't know why they this ever thing. run him deep. What's the point of putting up a 50-50 ball? Just give it to him at the line yeah. and let him go because nobody <laughs> can stop him. <laughs> Unbelievable. He was I incredible. think he's the scariest person in the open field. 100%. I think Adam's a better wide receiver than him, but I think it, like it, in the NFL, you might say him or Kamara. Um, I think it, Hill might be better. I don't know. Hill's incredible. That's what I'm saying. In the open field, like – I just don't understand how you tackle that person. I mean, it, you watch him try, like, they always, it's, he always, A, makes it look like they're coming in too high just because, like, he can scrunch before the hit. And then they just slide off of him like he's covered in baby oil. Like, they just shoot off. It's remarkable. And his brakes, his brakes are unreal, too. My yeah. lord. His neck is so like a stupid neck. He's got like a, like his neck looks like this. Yeah, built like a tripod. 
Like yeah, there was, I mean, there was there was this one play where, and I don't remember when in the game or what the scenario was at all, but he was he ran this like kind of curls route and he came back at the sideline, like caught the ball and tried to stop and come out and he stepped out of bounds, right? It was like totally routine. But then after it, he was like pissed. He like slapped the ball. He was like pissed because he didn't stop and um, like go the other way. And to me, like that was crazy because he was running his full speed. He had one step to change direction, and he was pissed that he wasn't able to do it, which means he thinks he can do it, which is crazy. <laughs> which means he thinks he can do it, yeah, which is crazy. That's insane that, like, that man has the confidence of being like, I can run 21 miles an hour and then stop with one step and go the, run 21 miles an hour the other way. Like, oh, my Lord. That whole that team thinks good. they can do that, too. Like, uh, yeah. Mahomes every single play it was like oh he's gonna get sacked and nope and 30 yards downfield you're like what excuse me i saw so much athleticism in that game i was a little concerned i was gonna witness like a bo jackson style injury where someone just like yanks their own yeah so much (laughs) like they're too good own body because they're too strong or too athletic (laughs) fast i don't know you know that was sick I'm just waiting for Hill to pull the Nelly from Longest Yard and run right out them cleats. <laughs> hoping nobody's got another pair. <laughs> I was waiting for uh, Josh Allen on one of those uh, sacks when he was like holding the defender and went all the way back to just oh start gosh. beating him with the football. <laughs> I was like, give give it 30 seconds. He might just start hitting them with it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Then the play later where he threw the ball at the guy's head oh, yeah. when they already lost the game. That was so funny. Yeah, he just like oh, flicked he deserved it that though. He that was him down way after the play. That was bullshit. Yeah, that was crazy. There was like game almost turned into a brawl. There was like great. fifteen penalties, and they're like, oh, "Penalties offset." You're like, yeah. "What?" There's like five hundred penalties. They just all offset. He had a crowbar. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, the outcome of the play is we're gonna let the boys play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Frage, go ahead. Talk about talk about the pack or sorry talk about sorry sorry so talk about the no you no setup just Frazier no. go ahead <laughs> Max, that's what I normally do I haven't talked no in a while here. Max go ahead <laughs> specify who he Thoughts? was throwing it to this time <laughs> Frazier thank Thoughts? you for saying it's me yeah I don't know yeah. what's up <laughs> Thoughts on Patrick Mahomes uh, making and the Chiefs do are this inevitable that they just win the Super Bowl are they that much better than the Bucks. I, I obviously am not very good at making predictions. Um, <laughs> I think the, <clears throat> I think they're they're kind of a buzzsaw. Yeah, I think they're really good. I think they're going to be the um, Chiefs are, are just kind of too hard to beat right now. I, with that being said, who who knows? The the Bucks look really good, but you need a lot of lot of defensive speed against the. Uh, um, sorry. Just give it to someone else. I think the hey, bad man's go. gonna do it to him. The bad man's gonna do it to him. It's no, gonna be a bloodbath. Really? I fucking. I have seen Tom Brady kill too many promising young quarterbacks in their prime. Hey, it's you, inevitable. You, you he will come people. and he will eat your children and your defensive line with his short passes and his tiny wide receivers or his large tight ends. It doesn't matter. All right, be- before we get to the Super Bowl, though, I will, since all I've said about them is that they ripped my heart out, um, I will talk about my bills for a minute. Um, I mean, like, uh, Iggy, I think, said something about Josh and taking those huge sacks, and, like, Josh has shown a lot of maturity 
in this past year. Like, obviously, like I, I don't need to reiterate that for anybody, but one of the, there's still a couple of things that he's doing that he was still, that he was doing as a rookie, he's still doing them. And that's one of them is taking those enormous sacks, like thinking that he can make the play and get out. And a lot of the times he can, but sometimes he's got to realize that like taking a sack is a lot better than a 28 yard loss or whatever the hell some of those were. Um, and also like he, I mean, he had an okay game. He didn't hit, he was under 60% passing uh, just short of 300 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Like that's, pretty okay for a conference championship or, or sorry it's pretty okay game but it's not pretty okay for a conference championship like if we're gonna be in that next level like he's got to up those numbers and he also can't be our leading rusher I mean he had 88 yards on the game like we you know Frazier talked about with Pack not being able to get the game the running game going not counting Josh we had like 40 yards of rushing um in, in with the rest of our team like that's just not enough that's not enough well I guess it's enough in the divisional game against the Ravens but um, it's not enough in, in a conference championship game. You just can't have it. And when fucking Cole Beasley is playing on a broken leg, like, uh, you know, who was it, Greg Jennings that did that? Yeah. Greg Jennings style. Yep. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> like, Devin Singletary was, a, was like, that experiment should be over? Dude, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, that is really baffling. Like, his progress or, or whatever the opposite of progress is from regression from last year to this year. Um, is really really baffling um, because he was he played great last year and and we didn't have a passing game that could like offset it right like all we had was a running game and so that's defenses knew that and he still put up pretty respectable numbers and I don't know what the hell the difference is this year because it's not even like Moss took his shine like Moss has played fine um, but no the, the, the practice squad kid was the one who looked the best Oh, in, uh, in the Dolphins uh, game? And, Antonio yeah, well, Antonio, yeah. I, literally, I was like, why doesn't he just make him start? Because he's the only one hitting these gaps. Well, honestly, in this game, I was like, why is this the first time TJ Yeldon's played all year? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> Yeldon's an old hand, but, like, the man has experience with bad offensive lines for yeah, rushing. Yeah, like, I... I was fine with it all season, him being like a healthy scratch, like however many games, like he, the whole season, basically. I was like, yeah, whatever, we don't need him. But he kind of played well in the yeah. kind of championship game. Um but, I mean, I guess I don't know who you take off too. the active roster to, to justify it in the regular season. But I say we get rid of Moss and Singletary and then put uh, Christian Wade in. <laughs> Is he even still in the practice squad? Yes, and he's guaranteed uh, for this year. They already said that they are bringing him back. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, I was just saying that you know, TJ Yeldon actually was catching the ball well out of the backfield and giving them yeah. a dimension they didn't have before, really. And I, I think you definitely got to say the Singletary – it's over. I mean, he, he, there's a million running backs you can get that are decent, and he's proven every single week this year, in my opinion, that he's not it. He ain't it, Chief. Get someone else. Yeah. Um, next guy I up. mean, I think they keep him because they've already got him. Like, I'm, like it's not like a contract year for him or anything like that. Yeah. So they've already mm-hmm. got him, and, like, there's no point in not having him in the locker room, you know, unless there's really three dudes they bring in that, that they decide are better, and I don't think we have that right now. Um, I guess I don't know the contract situations with like Yeldon or anything like that. Well, they signed so De- Devontae Iggy. Freeman too, right? Was that that was just like a, because of Moss's injury though, right? Yeah. And he was he even active? I don't think he was even active. Was no, he? I think they, I think they signed him to the practice squad. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I don't really know how that contractually. I don't know how that works. Yeah, now that you want to do contract. No, no NFL contracts you can just get out of, so it's not even worth spot tracking. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like. <laughs> I mean, NFL, it's so weird. You can't 
it, it's so much less structured than the NBA. It's yeah. It's well, you're telling me that you can't out. Uh, sit out and force yourself to get traded to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Well, yeah, because Brooklyn doesn't have an NFL team. Iggy, you obviously oh. can't do that. You're right. <laughs> the Jets <laughs> play in Jersey, and so do the Giants. <laughs> uh, what Tyler? What do you guys think about um, Stefan Diggs standing out there and watching? Oh, I love it. You like love that energy? It. Love it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Put it up on the bulletin board. Hell yeah. Yeah. And and there were there were more guys out there too. Um, not very many, but like uh, uh, how it was originally reported is the only Bills player left on the field. But then like later on, other pictures came back that there were like some dudes standing near like the locker room entrance and stuff like that. He was the furthest out on the field. He was the last one to leave, but there were a handful of other guys that stayed out as well, um, which I, I love that too. Um, and no disrespect to Diggs, you know, I just wanted to point out that he wasn't the only guy. Um but yeah, no, I love it. Love it. Love and it. And I know you said on the podcast last week, was it last week you were on? Two weeks ago. Two weeks okay. ago. Two weeks ago. Um, that you want next year to be the year for the Bills. Hell so yeah. What would the Bills need to do to make next year their year? Well, you know, and, and it, by the sounds of it, it seems like you might be able to speak to this a little bit too, more than me. It can, um, free agent wise, we, we don't have a lot of people we got to worry about. Um, there's no. a couple like medium like b-tier pieces um that we gotta like lock up well um, starla tula will be coming back too because he was on the covid list and he's right, their best he's run stopper out. he's literally yep. their best run stopper so once they get him back that's gonna shore up a lot of the holes on the defense absolutely um yeah i mean like uh you know milano is i think the biggest piece that we gotta lock yeah. up and i don't see us not doing that no um, i love matt milano Love that man. Uh, he and he's such he's such an integral part of our defense too. Um, Feliciano also, I believe, is on a contract here, and he'd be a good one to um, keep. But like, also, I think is decently replaceable. Yeah, more so than Milano, at least. Um, and um, and Trent Murphy, which like I'm fine with getting rid of him. Um, other than that, it's like that's basically the team. And so I think the thing that was going to hurt us the most would have been losing our coordinators, um, losing Dable, losing Leslie Frazier. And yeah. somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the Houston job is the only one that's still open. And Leslie is a, a finalist for that. But other than that, like, it looks like we've got Dable now pretty much locked up, which is amazing. Um, Leslie Frazier obviously has done great things for our defense, not so much this year as a couple years past, but, and so I wouldn't love to lose him. Like, I, I think he's still an asset, but it, it also could be a good shot in the arm to get a new guy in there as long as it's somebody that like, you know, McDermott and Bean trust, he fits into their system well and he's able to Are there do a lot any former like Panthers linebackers coach just <laughs> available right now. What is Luke Keekley doing? Right yes. Now? <laughs> he probably had another concussion, so he's probably on the bed yeah. for something. <laughs> just tell him it's Carolina. He'll never notice. Yeah. <laughs> No, he'll notice around like November, December. He'll start to figure out where he is. You got to put him in like a Truman Show bubble. (laughs) And it's so cold. I don't want to hide so cold here. So much wind. What's up with that too? It's like whipping off this water over here. Um, all right, so um, what but I mean, the... I don't know if I really answered the question directly, but you know, those are, those are my thoughts about it. So, that, so like, you think I, free agency would have a lot to do with it? You think it, transactions would be the would be the move? Yeah, I mean, I don't think we risk losing anybody major right now. So then from there, all you can do is gain, right? I mean, the the cap shrinking is something to keep an eye on, and locking up Josh early potentially is something to keep an eye on. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they give him an extension in the offseason, and that could limit our ability to go out and get somebody splashy. Um, but, you know, 
I, th- I think I, I think we look promising. Yeah, I, for me, the biggest thing would have to be Josh Allen's progression as a quarterback. So, Frazier, what do you think would be the thing that he needs to get better at at a quarterback to take the Bills from a conference championship to a Super Bowl appearance? Yeah, I mean, sorry, I'm like a <laughs> flummy mess. Um, yeah, the not not doing dumb shit, um, not taking 30-yard sacks uh, is a good start. It just baseline, uh, cut those out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You'll become more consistent. Um, I mean, it's only his third year. I don't really know. I, I don't, you know, study him enough, but I know cutting out those big dumb plays is, is big. I know he likes to extend the play and I know that he can. And when he gets outside the pocket is when he is, you know, some of the most dangerous, but um, knowing when you can take sacks and when you can is, is big. Um, and I think that will hopefully come with time. Um, and yeah, just becoming a more consistent thrower. Um, he, he showed some progress, you know, his hip rotation is tightened up. Uh, so that's had a big impact. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see who, who, if he can continue to be more accurate and cut down those dumb plays. It's kind of like the Cam Newton hero ball. He just like, he reverts to that mode sometimes where he's like, I have to be the play rather than let me work a play out. Well, it's hard when you got like, you know, the, the most recent, more successful quarterbacks in the league have all been like, you know, I don't want to say flashy, but like, you know, but yeah, Holmes or Lamar Jackson, just able to make plays out of nothing seemingly. And it, it feels well, like, Russell hustle, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels like it, especially like in the later, the later, like uh, the later games of the year, you know, championship games and things like that. It's like, you know, you feel the need to just try to make the drastic play or whatever. And it just bites you in the ass every time, but not every time, but it can. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you don't get on top 10 by standing in the pocket and throwing the ball, you know? <laughs> yeah. So true. Frazier, while we're talking about quarterback situations, what do you have thoughts on your boy Aaron? I don't see how he moves. I don't I just don't get how that happens. I think people are really feeding into the fact that there is a lot of moving parts in the Packers. Um he I don't think really is one of them. He's locked in for three years. He would be a thirty plus million dollar cap hit. Um I know that there is definitely some tension between him and the ownership. But that can the all be on the, the city of Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, the city, <laughs> yeah. Everyone who owns one of those pieces of paper. <laughs> so it, it could be easily solved, though, if they get him a couple of pieces. If he feels, I don't know. It, I think it's something that can be easily fixed for the most part. Draft him a couple of wide receivers. Get, get him some. Huh? Not another quarterback in the first yeah, round. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I could see them maybe potentially moving on next year or, you know, definitely the year after that. But I think right now it makes no sense for them to move him unless they were to get some sort of insane return, like six for, I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I don't know. I honestly don't know what it would take Four. it would be at least three or four first rounders, right? It'd be like a pressy NBA deal. Where he's getting like every draft pick that's ever existed. You think he would still command three first rounders? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like a Probably. like a swap and two more. Is that what you're saying? No, I think three. I think three. I mean, like 
Deshaun Watson's good and young, but like who, who know Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a I that's guess a if Brady point. like if they traded Brady a couple of years ago, like what do you think Brady would have gotten? Rodgers is 37. He's older, but he still has some years on him. I mean, what? Well, I just don't know the answer to this. What? Yeah. Who has commanded three first rounders in the past in any trade? I think for Watson, they're talking four. Mm. I'm I'm totally basing it off that. I'm not really sure what the biggest. I think that's got to be the biggest ever. I can't think of a single person who's moved that would be worth that much. Yeah, because most of the maybe big two first rounds. I have How no much idea. was Trent Richardson? How much was he? He was two in the swap. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and when I think Joe Montana went to the Chiefs as a free agent, <laughs> so I think for them to move Aaron Rodgers would be kind of unprecedented. We are living in unprecedented times. We've all been stuck in our homes for like an almost an entire year. <laughs> So anything could happen. Um, I don't see it happening. Hope, and I hope that I'm right. <laughs> um, Herschel Walker got three first round picks. You did okay. Um, yeah. Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, largest. Dawkins. Largest oh, right, trade Dawkins. In, uh, in NFL history, eighteen players and draft picks across three teams. Jesus. <laughs> think of think of what running back the best running back in the league. What would they get from trade value right now? A first so like and a second. Oh, dude! Uh, the Rams got for RG for the RG three pick, uh, three first rounders as well, and a second rounder. That's yeah, pretty that worked good. Out. Yeah. yeah, that worked out. <laughs> um, so who, Max? Who would your hypothetical running back be there? Would it be? Like, yeah, you're right. Like Camara, right? Uh, like how much would he? You know, he's probably the most valuable. Let's say he's under contract yeah. for like three more years or whatever. Probably a third round yeah. pick. The third round pick, Rach? <laughs> the way running backs are valued. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Running backs. I mean, he, because he's a running back, he wouldn't get like, I don't think he'd even get multiple first rounds just because you they got a first for, for David Johnson, though. So wouldn't that mess with the market? But just a single one, right? But that's Houston. Yeah. They're very stupid. Yeah. yeah that's true. So that's very They're true. Very dumb. They are yeah. bad at their job. They, they, they are pissing away Deshaun Watson right now for yeah. no reason. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I think you're right, though, Rach. I think your your stance is a strong one on Rogers. There's nowhere to go. I'm just surprised yeah. on the media. Like, I I guess I don't really understand it. They gotta have something to talk about, dude. I guess it's something fun to talk about, and he kind of planted yeah. a seed, but he's frustrated. Like, he just lost. What? Yeah. I don't know. And he's like been frustrated with ownership. I guess I'm not like, it's it's kind of surprising, but it's kind of on brand. He had run-ins with the ownership in the past. Well, this past year history, right? I mean, he, he's been asking for more weapons for like a couple of years. And then this year, again, he was asking for them and got Tavon Austin. He also was asking for not Mike McCarthy for a lot of years. Right. It was like, hey, not, not Mike McCarthy, please. And then they were like, nope, you're getting Mike McCarthy again. Uh, also, yeah. in a great wide receiver draft, they drafted a quarterback in the first round. Yeah, that's a tough look. And I mean, then like, no so many good wide receivers. receivers. Yeah, So many good receivers They this year. also could have gotten, um, two years ago, uh, DJ, DJ Metcalf easily. Okay. DK Metcalf easily. <laughs> Yep. Oh, God, could you imagine Aaron Rodgers throwing a DK Metcalf just 
It'd be pretty similar to like Russell Wilson. <laughs> It'd be awesome. It'd be sick. It would yeah. be sweet. Can you imagine him in the Lazard spot? <laughs> right? There's such a drastic difference. You mean you mean Dude. the drop zone? Yeah. Had, oh my gosh. Having Adams and Metcalf, it would be ins- an insane one. It'd too. be awesome. Speaking yeah. of speaking of the drop zone, though, it's kind of funny. I was I made a comment to Iggy before you guys jumped on the Zoom, but um, I didn't listen to your conference championship preview until after the games because um, I just didn't get around to it last week. And when you guys talk about the Packers game, you were, dude, you were spot on. You should go back and listen to that again. And it's so funny because you talk about drops and then fucking Max says, oh, you mean like, um, what the hell's that guy's Age of Aquarius, St. Brown or whatever? Yeah, Echinidia, yeah. Echinidia, St. Brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then <laughs> we dropped the fucking two-point version. I could read that when I was listening to that after the game. I was like, oh, my God. Dude. Max cursed it. All season. <laughs> Sorry. All season he was like that. Yeah. It's not. This is nothing new. It's been like that. Yeah, Le- yeah. Lazard. And like the only one who's kind of good sometimes is Marquez Valdez Scantling, and it's only for like five minutes of no, a game. He's on my fantasy team. That dude is trash. And yeah, until he drops good. a ball. Yeah. yeah. I get excited when they throw the ball to fucking Robert Tanyan and <laughs> Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, Mercedes you should Lewis. be excited. <laughs> He's but, always good, though. Mercedes Lewis is solid as hell. the ball. That's <laughs> why. First round draft pick Rodgers has ever thrown a touchdown to. Oh, my God. <laughs> it drives me fucking insane. <laughs> you guys want to move on to the Super Bowl? We ready to talk about yeah, the Super Bowl? All right. I'm sorry I brought it back, Frazier. No, all it's right. okay. <laughs> moving, moving on to the Super Bowl. We got the Chiefs Bucks uh, in two weeks. So it'll be on February 7th. Let's just do predictions. Let's go around the horn. Johnny, we'll start with you. Who are you picking Chiefs Bucks? Mute. You're muted. You you are muted. Like, sorry, guys. That's um, okay. Seems okay. They'll edit it out. <laughs> no, he won't. Um, honestly, how Patrick Mahomes doesn't tear this Bucks defense apart. Um, they're good, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes has all of the qualities that Aaron Rodgers kind of put to the limit to you know almost kind of crack the Bucks defense, and and he goes like another three or four steps further. So. Um, I think like the Bucks front for the front seven of the Bucks is is impressive, but I don't see how they kind of slow him or any of like the great offensive minds behind the Kansas City offense down. And it's going to be a slow, painful death for the bad, bad man. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. Fresh. I also am going to go with the Chiefs. Um, what they did to Buffalo was really impressive. Uh, their defense, their we'll see. The Bucks, the Bucks can play really sloppy or they can play really well. It's if if the Bucks play sloppy at all, the uh, Chiefs are, are going to pounce on it. Um, to they don't have as many players that are willing to drop the ball um, as the Packers do, so that should uh, help the Chiefs. Um, like it's their choice, <laughs> willing to. Yeah, they sometimes willingly, it seems like it. It seems like it. Between that and the alligator arms, I I just have had enough. <laughs> I'm excited for basketball. Yeah, I'm excited for basketball. <laughs> I can totally share with that Fraser actually at basketball in the background right now. <laughs> I just can't see Tom Brady play another Super Bowl. I mean, I guess at some point I should really just appreciate it and then like maybe I'll enjoy it more, but I am just such a hater. I just can't. <laughs> if it, he wins it, again, I'm going to be so sad. 
Well, the more, and I like, unfortunately for Tom and not really for anybody else, I guess, unfortunately for his fans, like the more he wins, the less of a big deal it becomes. Like I grew up in Florida and I was so bored of the beach by the time I was seven years old that it was just like, it was hysterical. Like you couldn't get me to go to the beach. You couldn't pay me enough. And I, it, I like, I'm excited to watch the game just because it's nice to kind of have like some of these like benchmarks of the year that you get to of like, oh, it's the Super Bowl in February, like winter's almost over maybe, or, you know, whatever you kind of associated to, but. Um, yeah, maybe in Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, down <laughs> in Virginia, it is almost over. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited for basketball. Too. I get it, John. You're like, there's a sunset. There's water. At the end of the day, I get freaking sand in my boxers. And you're clapping coolers everywhere. And you always have to leave something at the beach. You have to, like, you have to make a sacrifice for the beach guy. So you have to leave a wallet or sunglasses or keys or something stupid. You got to walk all the way back. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's, a, it's like just like watching Tom Brady play in his 10th Super Bowl. It's a fucking task it's just a, <laughs> really it's like oh, oh god i got this on my to-do list fuck all right i guess i'll i'll do it i have to yeah. it might be okay but <laughs> odds are when i'm done with it, i'm gonna be pretty disappointed <laughs> like, i just i just have to do it and get it done and i'm gonna feel better once it's over with <laughs> tyler who are you taking um yeah i'm also taking the chiefs um, one of the things I'm excited for in the game is that, you know, they both are teams that are putting up big numbers in the playoffs. Um, it looks like pretty much all the players who are on the injury report are going to be coming back, you know, like Brown and those safeties on the Bucks side. And then, um, you know, Watkins, Bell um, on the Chiefs side and Mahomes should be pretty much 100% too. So that is exciting that like, you know, there won't be any asterisk in that regard. Um, and I think, you know, the depth on both teams is really strong so you know it's always good to see a game like that where there's gonna be so many playmakers um but yeah i think the bucks defense is really stout if they win the game it's gonna be on the shoulders of their defense um i think you know you can say what you want about the bad man um but i think he's been pretty pedestrian um and kind of just you know like i i think the uh Brett Favre playoff ball was a really apt comparison um i think you know he's just kind of uh, field marshalling more than he is quarterbacking, right? He's kind of, or field generaling, if you want to call it that. Um, so I think they're going to have to win the game on the backs of their defense if they do. But I think the Chiefs offense is just way too goddamn dynamic. They're so fucking good. Um, and I'm very excited for them to beat Tom Brady. So. Big? Uh, well, first off, pitchers and catchers report in about two and a half weeks. So we have that to look forward to. Uh, second of all, no, you I, have that to look forward to. None of yes. us are here at all. One quarter, one one hundredth of the population. <laughs> talk about big, talk about big landmarks of the year when the pitchers yeah. and catchers report. That's how you know winter exactly. is almost over. Um, did you make us stop watching like an NBA finals game to turn on spring training baseball or something? You're like, hey, you turned it, it was a playoff series, and me and Charlie wanted to see how Tanaka was shaping up after his surgery. Yeah, sounds valuable. That's something you look at in your own time. <laughs> That's a private but, activity. Yeah. We have smartphones. That's yeah, your you can option. Just that. I, I should I should hide in the shame corner. Isn't that a team activity. <laughs> Paying my hundred dollars a month to MLB to be able to watch Oof. it on my phone. Oh my god. That can't it's, be it's right. Oh no, it's 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 ludicrous. It's literally like fifty bucks a month to be able to watch MLB games on your phone, or four dollars a month to hear all the radio. So I just pay for the radio calls. The NHL live app is the same way. It's mm-hmm. 
it's highway robbery, and then you get to the playoffs and you can't get. Any yeah. Oh, dude, they black out some Yankees games too for no reason. Terrible. I didn't do the NHL package this year specifically because they black out the playoffs so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Pointless. I don't know if the MLB's gotten fifty dollars of my money lifetime, let alone per month. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the NFL could, or sorry, the MLB could probably put a lien on my house, and I'd be like, uh. <laughs> It's nice to know that somebody's still out there supporting like the baseball industry, though. I feel like I, I don't know if people out there still supporting it, but it's people, it's, people it's out there Iggy, like me. It's Iggy and the male over sixty-five demographic. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm the one going to get my uh, Doc Gooden autograph ball authenticated, even though I have a picture of him signing it standing next to me. It's like, no, no, no. This guy needs to give me money to tell me I, that it's real, even though I know it's real. It's Iggy and all the other Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Except for the Jamie Foxx one. Yeah. Yeah. He's too cool. He's at the game just going, $3 for a hot dog? <laughs> Not enough. I, I demand for you to take this $10 bill for this hot dog, sir. All but right. in all reality, Tom Brady is going to win the Super Bowl. I am I am past doubting the man. Even when he loses, he wins. I mean, right now, I'm probably going to put a prop bet on how long he's going to kiss the sun on the mouth after he wins the... <laughs> Championship MVP. Over under a minute. Uh, I'm saying two minutes. That's so <laughs> with, with tongue. I bet you Barstool's got an over under. Yeah. So I'll take that action. Oh. <laughs> I want the one slice pizza guy to do a review of the kiss. <laughs> I like that you just call him the one slice pizza review guy. <laughs> That's amazing. Who is that? Who is that? Don't. Don't even plug him. I love that he's just a fucking pizza schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't watch Barstool. That's all he is to me. Don't give me either. Advertising. Yeah. All right. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Uh, I think they're a buzzsaw. I think that Do offense you know what is this outrageous. Means? What? We're all wrong. Iggy's right. We're no, that's... all going to watch Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. I'm switching my pick. I'm going Tampa. <laughs> it's too. Okay. It's too consensus. All right. Go on, Max. Go on with your... No, the Chiefs are just too good. I personally think that they have everything they need to win Super Bowl this year. I don't know why the Bucs uh, really have gotten this far. I didn't think they were a special team. I still don't particularly think they're a special team. I don't think Brady is anything that's dynamic enough to win the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are outrageous. The only difference is they're playing in Tampa, which is kind of interesting. It's the first time a it'll be a home game for one of the teams in the Super Bowl. So that's kind of interesting. And there will be fans there, right? Or no? Yeah. 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 22,000, I believe. Because Florida, they don't care, right? I mean, they're just like, no bring rules. them in. No yeah, rules, right, Johnny? There's going to be 20,000 people there and 10,000 will have guns on them. It's going to be a good old-fashioned Florida Super Bowl. <laughs> I, think, I think the first 5,000 through the gates get a gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Sure? <laughs> the Super Bowl brought to you by Beretta. <laughs> Get yours today. Jeez. That's ridiculous. All right. Are, are we ready to go on to the, the finale of the, Oh, we have two more things. I remember. Okay. Here we go. Uh, let's go quick, rapid fire. Best dish to bring to Super Bowl party, starting with Iggy. Uh, grilled chicken wings. Love it. Tyler. Yeah. Um, Buffalo chicken wing dip, but the dark horse pick is Oreo balls. Cake pops. Cake pop. 
Cake pops. Cake pops. Cake pops. Um, I would probably say this is like this is not a popular. Well, this is popular within the baseball demographic. The rye bread dip. Oh, dude, rye bread dip. I could live <laughs> off that Whoa, shit. You stole it. Yeah, <laughs> rye bread dip rips so hard. Later, I could eat it with my hands, like Winnie the Pooh out of the honey jar. Describe there is a container of that in my fridge right now. Upstairs. It's so, so good. Bread dip. The bread is the yeah. vessel. Yes. The yeah. Dip, right? And is it like a creamy spinach artichoke kind of dip? Yeah. Yeah. I always see it in pumpernickel bread. It's in a pumpernickel loaf. Yeah. That is all time favorite. All time. rye bread, pumpernickel. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So good. <sighs> all right, Johnny. Now that I stole yours, what do you got? I totally. I got nothing. You just took all the wind out of my. <laughs> Okay, here, here's my idea. Uh, I'll go that it. I was just like, oh god, it sounds so good. I want one right now. John, you got some time to think. I'm going with this option. What if you were the guy that goes, you know what? I'll bring the pizza. It's just like you just you just ante up and you're like, I'll I'll be that guy who will bring the pizza. The per, the person who's hosting the party will be so psyched that you actually paid for all and brought all the freaking pizza. That's a power move. Though. Wait, it's a power move. Your favorite. That's Your favorite problem. side dish was a oh. text message you sent. That's a what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, I get the interpretation. The, the prompt was, what's your favorite side dish? And you, you answered with like a pickup line. Like, what do you, <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> oh, pizza. Drop it. Yeah, side you dish. said, yeah. what if someone, yeah. <laughs> what you if? just wrote a novel. <laughs> All right, boom. Dearest Caroline, let me throw a hypothetical. My favorite food is a hypothetical. All right, fine. What if? Okay, what if? Jeopardy style, guacamole and chips, just simple. Does that work? I like it. That's an answer. That's not a riddle. That's an answer. That's a that's a very fair answer. If I had to go with an alternative, the only one that jumps to mind is like that traditional seven layered. But sometimes it's like 15 layer uh, yeah. bean dip with various layers that you don't really know exactly what the sources of them are. They're just a some type of gooey, creamy uh, layer. And you don't ask any questions. You just, you just yeah. Does the second layer dip like, have sour cream in it? Yes, it does. Yeah. It's usually the top layer. I don't like that as warm. <laughs> You're well, supposed to warm up the dip and then put the cold sour cream on top. There's don't like that of the warm and the hot or of the warm yeah. and the cold in that dip you know, it's, i don't know it's one of those foods that uh-uh. you don't eat you know who like gets up from their couch is like i'm gonna make a snack and let me just make casual nine dip you know Super Bowl. <laughs> let me whip something up yeah <laughs> a nine layer dip here i like the bean dip i don't like the sour cream. any cool stuff like that has to be on the side I don't like it. Same thing with ice cream. I don't do ice cream on top of shit. Do you not like sour cream on top of nachos? I like it on the side. Okay, that's reasonable. The only thing I'll put it in is chili. Really? Interesting. uh, No, see, you got to do it on the side of the chili because it affects the... the, Yeah. Yeah. But how do you get... Do you Are you just doing small spoon... Are you you doing like... Is it like a two-step process? Is it like... First step, yeah, sour cream. Go, step, go, second go. step, chili or chili, sour cream. Or how do you? 
spoon. No, you take the spoon, mm-hmm. you dunk the spoon into the sour cream. You get a nice coating on the spoon. A layer and then coating. An individual scoop of sour cream slash chili on the spoon. It goes down smooth. So do you just wow. have like a cylinder <laughs> of sour cream for yeah. a spoon dipping? Yeah. Well, actually, they make they also you know an alternative option would be a sour cream in a squeegee bottle. They make them in like a little yeah. Spoon. Ooh. Like you could do the spoonful and then the shot. That would look ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'm Reynolds. in on that. Hold on. Can we go on Shark Tank? Frank Reynolds and make it in my mouth. <laughs> he's like he's got like a, a whipped cream canister, but it's sour cream. That's yeah. Sour cream. yeah. That's like the midnight snack. You walk to the refrigerator, the only light that comes <laughs> in. You hit, you hit the sour cream. Go to Benihana, get a sour cream freaking. Somebody make a bean dip and take a picture of it and yeah. uh, put it on its social media. Thank screen. you. I'll enjoy it. I know in this podcast before I brought up, what if, I don't know if people have been to Texas Roadhouse, but the rolls, if they brought the rolls from Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse, they brought the rolls with the apple cinnamon butter or whatever from Texas Roadhouse, that would be pretty, I would be happy about that. That'd be your favorite side. So if you could pick one appetizer, we're going completely off track, one appetizer from a chain restaurant to, okay, we'll just, what would make this Cheddar Bay Biscuits, you're already all wrong at Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Where is that from? Uh, Bloomin' Onion from um, anywhere uh, that makes a Bloomin' Onion. Uh, Red Wait, Red hold Lobster. on. Everyone think Red about Lobster, it yeah. for a second. No. Everyone think about it, and I want to hear yeah. everyone's answers. Red Lobster, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Something, either something from the Cheesecake Factory, I don't know what, but... You could be, or, it could uh, literally be anything. Uh, <laughs> the Bang Bang Shrimp from, uh, the Bang Bang Shrimp from Bonefish Grill. So. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. This is okay. So I guess I gotta follow my own rules. I said appetizer. Max, and you said blooming onion. That's a good one, dude. I love blooming onions. From pretty much anywhere who makes a blooming onion, I'm in. Um, <laughs> so, I'll go with Texas Roadhouse because that's where I've been to recently. But I love blooming onions. Fun story, Fraser. While you think of your appetizer, um, when I was farming in Pennsylvania, I had to do some volunteer work for the Pennsylvania Vegetable Growers Association. It's as exciting a group as you as it sounds. Ah, the PBGA, yeah. Yeah, we had to do we had to do this uh, like volunteer day at the Pennsylvania Farm Show, and I spent an entire day peeling monstrous Vidalia onions for this concession group to like put through the onion press that they would like come off the onion press, dump it in the batter straight into the fryer, and they must have fried probably like no joke. 5,000 onions that day. It was insane, and it was all run by this like. It was like a traveling concessions carny family, and they just like took their like whole mobile concessions unit from like state fair or ag show, like, and they just bounced all across the country. It was a group of characters, man. It was quite a day, let me tell you. How were the sounds awesome? Onions? Um, they were <laughs> they were pretty bad actually. This <laughs> they were state like, fair. Like, the onions were a subpar, subpar. You know, they weren't like the nicest quality uh, onions. They were going more for a quantity. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This one just hit me. P.F. Chang's uh, lettuce wrap. I knew you were going to say that phrase. I was like saving that because I knew you wanted to say that. 
Yeah, I knew. You I just had that. my mind stuck on PF yeah. Dongs, dude. I just couldn't. I wanted to say those banana, the deep fried banana spring rolls, but that's the dessert, so that's cheating. But you and need then that I just could, I couldn't get off that. So then I went over. I uh, shifted gears to the uh, lettuce wraps, which are I mean, absolute that's, that's, gas. Yeah. And that that and the Cheddar Bay biscuits were like two of my top three. But luckily, I have a third. Um, but it's it's like it's local so you know it's harder to to come up with but there's a there's a little chain there's like three locations maybe four in buffalo it's called griffin griffin gastro pub and they have this blue crab dip um that's like an appetizer oh, and that's a griffin gastro wait the griffin did they originate in niagara falls yes they did for yes yeah. i love oh yeah the wait hold on we used oh, to yeah, go there all the time niagara. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude! They had a fucking awesome uh, yeah. sandwich. Their menu is insane. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, they're the best. Yeah. yeah. We used to go there all the time. Yeah. that's so uh, funny. Well, your mom and my aunt Linda took us that one time too. Yep. We yes we. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was awesome. Great food in Niagara. So that is always the place I take people from out of town when they come here, and like you know you gotta like host and take somebody out for dinner. I always go to Griffin. That's yeah. sick. I love to hear that you go there like i feel like it's such like a niche like because when we went there there was just one like this was back in 2013 or whatever there was just the grit that was just it so it's cool that they've expanded and you've been there that's awesome yeah yeah they just opened um probably like 2018 they opened their newest one down in like the south sounds yeah so what was the appetizer you bring uh crab dip uh blue crab dip yeah yeah it's like a a really nice chip dip yeah it's yeah it's i love a chip dip yeah. Um, do you, on the Super Bowl snacks though, do you like lose respect for people like a notch if they bring something pre-made? Like, like, does, is it better if it's homemade? You know, like to all my Western New York stands, like there's no cookie, like a Wegmans cookie, mm-hmm. but, oh, yeah. but like, you know, somebody comes in with that handcrafted bean dip. Is that like a notch above regardless because it's, it was homemade? As long as it's good. I don't care. Mm. Yeah, is, like those it, Wegmans cookies, I could probably eat like eighty of them. The little chocolate chip ones, oh, like yeah. that's yeah. fine. Bring those yeah. back the truck up. Like you gotta know, you gotta know your audience. You gotta know your demographic of who you're inviting to, and they have to know that like if they're not the best cook, that's okay. You just gotta know where to find the good ingredients, and you know, no shame in bringing a Wegmans cookie. Everyone's gonna be happy with that. Or if someone brought like a sub tray from Wegmans, oh they, yeah, dude. I mean. That's a hypothetical. No, I think that's Max. Like, that's right up Max's alley. Yeah. Shoot. If anything, <laughs> everyone's going to be pretty happy. Yeah, I'm like Fraser, I, though. I just care more if it's good. Like br- yeah. br- being something good, I care more if you're a good judge of taste than you are being a good cook. If that matters much more to me. If <laughs> what you made is really good, you definitely move up a notch, though. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's like a you get a, a gain level of respect. Gold star. Yeah. So, so Max, you like want something to fit the vibe? Is what yeah. You're just, just have to. Like good. if somebody, if somebody brings the best corn on the cob you've ever had, you're like, cool, but like this, this doesn't belong here. Is- I, actually, corn on the cob would be a good side. Actually, I'm not, I'm not upset if anything tastes good. Street honestly, corn. if you bring me the weirdest thing ever, you're like, here's oysters, but they're phenomenal. Like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> weirdest you know? thing all ever. Right. Boy, I'm, I'm not into oysters, bring, but that would be a rich thing to bring to a super. That's like a rich person Super Bowl snack, caviar, oysters. Yeah, <laughs> like that's something that like feels like it has to be served to you. Like they also need to bring somebody to walk it around the party. Yeah, and there's a servant there. There's <laughs> definitely like miniature silverware involved in the process somewhere. <laughs> 
Big, your turn. You gotta, you gotta go. What's, uh, what's, what's your appetizer from? He already uh, said. Oh, he did his. He yeah, did his. Was the cheddar, cheddar biscuit? Yeah, yeah, okay. dude. Okay. Old Bay cheddar biscuits from Red Lobster. Okay. Would you think he was just cavalier throwing that out? Like, oh, maybe. No, I guess he locked that in. No, that was his, that was his pick, man. No, dude, I would eat those until I die because I have celiac. I would Never just keep been. eating them, and then my my stomach will turn to I assume some sort of like parasitic animal and kill me. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Bro science. It makes sense. It's makes logical. Sense. <laughs> um, are we ready to do the, the final cap on this episode? The, uh, the trivia. I got some trivia questions for these guys. So Frazier, you're excluded from this section. Uh, you can, you know, talk about it once it's been brought up, but no buzzing in. So the way we're going to do it is one point for the question. If you get it right. Um, and we're going to have you, the three, whoever wants to answer first, you just got to go. Bzzz. No, raise, have, yeah, them, I'm, I'm, have them click. Hand, yeah. Do have them do a reaction. Uh, okay. I would just thought it'd be really funny to hear. How good the go audio will be. I guess. Yeah. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. that's Let's, right. I, I would much rather hear three people yell bzz at the okay, same fine. time and try to fine, figure fine, out fine. who's all right. We'll do race well, hand. We'll do luckily, the race hand. Luckily, Frazier, at the beginning of the podcast, you explained what everybody's voice sounded like. So oh, yes, exactly. Easy. I forgot that part where he Ours. systematically went through and yeah. threw it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone know how to raise the hand? Like, is yes. that like... Yeah, I'm Iggy's sorry. gone faster. He's done a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anything will be accepted. Any sort of... <laughs> okay, let's reset to zero, everybody. Everyone I, go down I don't know good. how to reset to zero. Just give lower, it a sec. Lower your hand, damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right, we ready? Yeah. Okay. What acts Bills quarterback are we adamant defenders of on the podcast? Tyler. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> that is correct. This I'll never understand your love for Tyrod. <laughs> He's a bad quarterback. <laughs> I He's had not... that hand up when you said X Bills quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one answer to this question. All right. I'm writing down your, uh, you know, tally score. score. All right. What U.S. land purchase was a great debate on the podcast? Iggy. <laughs> is it the Louisiana purchase? Yes, it is. <laughs> and I wanted that one. I wanted that one. <laughs> oh my gosh phrase do you i i remember we like we were i, I don't know how we talked about i it remember like 30 i remember i was shouting at my phone was, being like you are getting facts wrong it was <laughs> wasn't it over the the nba trade isn't that why you called it a louisiana purchase when yeah. uh, what's his face went to the pelicans probably that makes oh, sense need the anthony davis trade or uh zion anthony davis okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they gave up everything for it. It was like, yeah. here's all the stuff, and I was like, that's fine. Like Iggy, you, still... you clearly, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Iggy has a better memory than me. What was the facts we were getting wrong? Because I obviously know I got stuff wrong. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> oh, why France was in a position to have to sell all that land? Mm, okay. Because it was during the Napoleonic Wars, and Napoleon was like, I need money to invade England. Here you go. Have this shit that's 8,000 miles away from my house. True. Still I have a better host. question for the host. <laughs> Is there a second U.S. land purchase you could speak to? No. If that I see the word Seward's Folly, what yeah, do you think Folly. <laughs> I don't know any of the other land purchases. That, that's Never a half the country. Hot Dome. 
I'm getting there. I'm reading that people's history of the United States, Icky. I'll get there. I'll figure out some more purchases eventually, I feel like. <laughs> All right. Frazier uh, alluded to this earlier on the podcast, but you'll get a point for each. Who is the official NBA and NFL coach of the podcast? Tyler. Uh, Jeff Fisher is the, N- the NFL one. Okay. I don't think I know the NBA one. Oh, I know okay. it. Can I, I do too. that legally? <laughs> Go, just guess the second one. I'll give you one point. I guess. Um, I have to guess? You have to you guess, but I'm going to throw it up to the other. I'm going to throw up to Iggy because he was next. Oh, and then Johnny. God. I don't even know who's like considered. Is it Phil Jackson? <laughs> nope. All right. Iggy? He's got too many rings. Van Gundy? Which Van Gundy? The, the S one. No, Sam? it's neither. It's okay. neither of them. Johnny? Uh, oh, my God. I don't know. I was going to – Van Gundy was a good guess, but I don't know. Uh, Steve Kerr? No, mediocre. All right, Fraser, go ahead. Mediocre. It is <laughs> – starts with a B. I want to nope. say it's not uh, – wait. I keep thinking Boonholzer. I don't even know. No. I, oh, I, you're right. The last name does start with a B. Last name starts with a yeah. B. Does that help anybody? Remember. It's a, it's two initials and then it starts with a B. Oh, I know it. So, uh, someone else. JB Smooth. JB nope. Frazier. Last name. JB Bickerstaff. Oh God, I wouldn't got that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> no. That's Never. okay. Tyler got a point. Uh, next question: Who was the first guest on the podcast? Johnny. Wrong. Was it? Was it Iggy? No. It might have been the first guest I listened to. Anyway. Can I guess? Do I? I think it was Iggy next. next. Oh, damn it. All right. I think it was Patty. Okay. Patty's surprising never been on. He's Patty's never, never been, been on? on. Oh, okay. That's been well. talked about a lot. Tyler, your turn. Um, Was it Johnny Betts? Nope. It was Charlie Welling. What? Damn it. Uh, damn it, Charlie. <laughs> it was Charlie. Charlie was, I think he was on like episode three or four or something like that. Yeah. He was on talking about early. the camping trip. Yeah. All right. All right, who was the first parent to be on the podcast? Ooh. Iggy. Oh, no, no. My hand was still raised from the oh, last time. Right. Tyler. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it was Joanne. She popped in in the background at one point and said hi. It was. JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I don't think Richie's ever been on the podcast. Has he, Frisch? He was, and then it got deleted. We had that Daniel Jones podcast that I deleted. Yeah. <laughs> from my computer. Jojo made a cameo and I didn't hear it. I got oh yeah, it. it's pretty. It's, she yeah. comes in with fire, absolute fire. Yeah. She, <laughs> she was, was talking like, about it's like a classic mom, like yeah. walking in, like, "Hey, are you boys doing that podcast again?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I was like, Bob, how do you say per, uh, that salad that has the uh, the mozzarella and cucumbers and tomatoes? What's that salad called?" The caprese. <laughs> she like didn't even finish caprese salad, or like it was ridiculous. That was I love Mama Cuss. She's great. Big energy, though. I'm a big Mama Cuss fan. <laughs> All right, next question. What NFL QB is Frazier the biggest hater of? Ooh. No one? Frazier is a big hater of this quarterback. Big time. It was special. Is it, Tyler. Is it Derek Carr? No. I'll give you one more hint, guys. Johnny. It's pretty obvious. Michael Vick? No. It's very. It's incredibly obvious. You guys it's, are overthinking it. Yeah, he Did was. 
Iggy. Tom Brady. No. He wears a lot of bracelets. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it Cam? There you go. Oh, I didn't even think about Cam. Yeah, if you pronounce it. Because everybody hates Cam Newton. I was just thinking of people who deserve to be an NFL quarterback. Booty Scoot and Cam Newton? If if he pronounces his name right, Tyler gets an extra point. (laughs) Tyler, pronounce his name right. Cam Newton? Okay. Scamuel Newton. Yeah, it's Scamuel Newton. Scamuel. Iggy gets a point. Iggy gets a point. All right, Iggy's got a point. That's how this works. Um, All right, what is the decided best Thanksgiving side? Johnny. Johnny. I don't know the answer, so I'm gonna have to guess now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I just want this. I just want he's, to. Be he's throwing those prep farm jump balls. I need the chance. I need the opportunities here. Um, okay. Oh, and I now just have to think because I can't. I don't know exactly what you guys. Gravy say. is not a side. Gravy's not a side. Yeah. I'm gonna have That's to the only part of the debate I remember. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. The green bean casserole. Okay, that was not. I do it. like a green bean casserole, but Iggy. Iggy. I I think I remember you guys were wrong because you didn't say stuffing was the best, so I'm gonna say mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Or I'm misremembering it. Fraser, did I misremember also? Because I put stuffing. I thought it was stuffing actually. Oh yeah, I, I thought it wasn't gravy. We're, we're I was going thinking cranberry sauce, but okay. that's just like yeah. my personal mood right now. No, I think I think it was stuffing. Um, all right. This one's going to be quick. What's the name of the person that provides the best gambling advice on this podcast? Iggy. Joey Betts. Joey, Joey Betts. Betts. Uh, bonus points for his favorite NFL team. Ooh. Tyler. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Nailed it. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I know it's the NFC. I almost, <laughs> I was going to say the Giants, which probably I- would piss him off. I started following him on, him on Twitter after he was on the pod. That's uh, the only reason I know. Oh, that shit, man yeah, knows his sports. Twitter. Yeah, he's yeah, got. Dude, he gives great betting advice. He does. He I really does. Quite a bit of it. Yeah. He he has like models and stuff. Like he legit knows what he's doing. It's like a day trader, yeah. but for sports betting. Yeah. Well, he just recently like changed his. He's going under like a persona now on Twitter. Like not him anymore. Good for him. Something something dog something I forget now. Cash and dogs. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's probably yeah, listening sure. to this, like pissed at me that I'm butchering it. But <laughs> hey, you still got a free plug, so yeah. not bad. True. Two free yeah. plugs. Two free follow plugs. at Joey Betts, whatever the hell his Twitter is. <laughs> he's a great follow. <laughs> All Cash right, we got two more questions, and Tyler has five. Run away. Iggy's got four. Yeah, Ooh, so not we're close. Um, how many times has Max lost the fantasy championship in a row? Iggy. Two. I got okay. it. I'm next. J- I'm Johnny. Next. Give me a point. I think it's four. <laughs> it's four. Is <laughs> it four? four oh, I thought yeah. it was three. No, it's four. Oh, my God. The time flies. You really are master of mediocrity. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> I come in second a lot. <laughs> yeah, pretty rough. Joker. Uh, all right. This is the last question. Um, if Iggy gets us, he will tie. Tyler's currently in the lead. It's a very important question. What is Frazier's favorite candy? Go. Oh, no. The sweet treats. Iggy. Oh. 
I got to think for a second. I, t- I did the same thing he did, where I buzzed in. And I was like, "All right, no, no, we're we're t- we're now we're talking production candy, right? Like not production some like candy. homemade yeah, nonsense. No. Production, okay. popular, okay. chocolate based. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? I, I'm I I think it's M and M's. Okay, I think I'm wrong as well. What kind? I'm gonna say peanut butter or peanut M and M's. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> I said, oh, because, and I will tell you how up. I got there. I remember you complaining that you couldn't have them in our apartment because uh, Matt might die. They're my favorite. <laughs> I just They're remember so you good. saying sweet treats, and it really it got <laughs> me, however you said it. It, it got me good. <laughs> sweet treats. That was a super early episode, too. That was. That was a Halloween episode. That yeah. episode has a crazy amount of listens compared to other episodes. It like oh, doesn't yeah. make sense. It must hit some sort of like SEO wave. Are... Yeah, this SEO wave. I'm like, what is going on? It's like thousands of listens. And like, <laughs> it's like, what, what happened on that episode that made it so much? In Poland. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. Uh, they love this in, in the Middle East. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah huge in Poland. Bizarre. strong candy so, strong they're big fans of the sweet treats over in poland overtime question oh knows. god okay so as you know i literally came up with these like as we got on the podcast so i don't really have anything lined up all right i got okay. an overtime question uh okay. nba championship predictions right now who you got Best answer according to Johnny wins. Best answer according to Johnny wins. Just like everything else in this podcast, just very vague rules. Yeah, very vague rules. <laughs> Open to Tyler, Tyler, day. state your case. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know the NBA well enough to state my case. Um, it doesn't matter. It just has to appeal to Johnny. Right. Okay, good point. Cool. Um, I am going to say the San Antonio Spurs. That's a bold choice. Nice. LaMarcus Aldridge turns it around. Yes. That guy that Frazier just said will be a big part of it. Um, I have a, I have a question when we're done with this. I have the, the final, final trivia question. Okay. So Uh, my reasoning is that Greg Popovich is the man. And I think it's a really respectable move to put the first female coaching spot. You know, that's, I like that. I like what he's trying to do there. San Antonio Spurs, mark it down, 2021 NBA champion. Cool. Now, my math is completely based on uh, the last time a Space Jam was released. Uh, the most <laughs> dominant player in the league who was in that movie went on to win a championship. So I'm going to say LeBron will repeat because he's in the newest Space Jam. Therefore, and the fact that I mean they didn't really lose Ipso any facto. pieces. Yeah, I feel like they only gained the off season, and if they can be the best team in the West, they can just eat everybody else. And it's LeBron James, so he will just do that anyways. The man, he's the Tom Brady's of making the championship as bad man cometh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, except for question. that, Brady was never the most dominating athlete in his sport. That's very true. <laughs> Perhaps the spoken like a true Brady hater, which I absolutely love. Thank you for that, Tyler. I'm just happy that I don't have to bring those nuggets 
because it gets a little all, bit like, repetitive. <laughs> like of all the greatest, like of all the goat athletes of, of your like of the respective sports, Tom Brady has to be like the most underwhelming. Just like physical presence. Physical yeah. presence. Do we need to look up Jerry Rice's stats again? No. We're talking about goats. We can look up Jerry Rice's <laughs> yeah. stats again. What's Jerry Rice, question? if you only took his <laughs> – he has a Hall of Fame career if you only use his seasons after he turned 37. That's how good Jerry Rice is. Fuck yeah, Egg. Go Jerry Rice. All right, last question for – For immunity. Master, for, the, for immunity, the Master Mediocrity uh, Trivia Challenge, first one. When was the first podcast published? What year? Oh, Johnny. Iggy, I don't, Johnny, I don't think you get to answer this one. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's you. Okay, Iggy, you're first. Just this year? Or... Wins it all. Just, we're going with just year. Because okay. I doubt you're going to get the, the month, but we could do that if we want. 2017. That is correct. That 2017. Oh, I thought it was 18. I would have gotten it wrong anyway. 2017. Can you guess the month if you're not looking okay, at it? Okay, okay. You guys just went on the it camping trip by episode four. I'm going to say August. Oh my gosh. You're... You started with the NFL season, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing you did. Yeah, so it was like preseason around, yeah, yeah. late summer, early fall. So it was September 5th. Okay. That was a oh, fantastic right. guess for Miggy. True longtime listener. Awesome. All right. So Iggy won. Johnny, he thanks gets... for buzzing in. They should bust it in. Of the effort. You want to participate. Just try out to give out 110% today, you know? I love it. Love it, man. Great energy. Killed it. <laughs> Left it all on the field. Left it all on the mic. <laughs> I was really inspired watching that, you know, Kobe's final game earlier today. Really, really <laughs> Look, I might have won, but would John, you... Johnny gets gets the MVP award. Yeah. You won. Johnny, yeah. would you? Would you say compare your performance versus Kobe's? Like, say they're on the same playing field? You know, Kobe really, he really tried to elevate his game today when he was, you know, presented with such greatness. But, uh, you know, I don't know. In the face of a 5-1 defeat in trivia, Johnny still pulled out all the stops. So I don't know if you can really. (laughs) Against all odds. He he thought it was a winner takes all on this one. (laughs) On the the anniversary of Kobe's death, you are standing here saying that you had a similar performance on this podcast to his last 60-point last game. Just making sure. Just making sure I got it right. I think that checks out. Yeah. (laughs) greatness, Greatness recognizes greatness. So, yeah, I think that, you know. The Masters of Mediocrity Comeback Player of the Year, Johnny Buckley. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Happy to be here, folks. Hell yeah. All right, has anyone got anything else before we wrap this thing up? Well, they said it couldn't be done. Five people on a pod. Yeah, Five so people on a pod watching Hot Fuzz, watching the entirety of Hot Fuzz. They said it couldn't be done. And look at us. We are, we are literally at the end of the movie. At one point, some old man was getting like his like leg blown off with a shotgun. Now, oh my oh, god, yeah. a great view behind you. Did we explain that during the podcast at any point? That that was happening? No. Or is this a total no. shock to anybody listening? Anybody's still listening? This it, is it, the yeah. end credit sequence as we revealed that Hot Fuzz was playing on my background the entire time. <laughs> It's literally the end. <laughs> we literally watched the whole movie. That's a long podcast. I might podcast go rewatch was. it. This movie's so good. It's so good. All right. Sounds good. So everybody, go to our social media channels, The Master of Mediocrity. Go to Patreon, Patreon.com, The Master of Mediocrity. Go on there if you, uh, you know, 
donate a couple dollars, you get on the podcast, basically. These guys are all awesome Patreon subscribers. We thank you for your continued support. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, guys. Um, hope you guys had a good time. You too could achieve yeah. great and buy your way onto a podcast like that. <laughs> 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 this is a specifically a pay-to-play operation, <laughs> and you Hell need to yeah. understand that. Worth it, worth every time. So funny. <laughs> All right, everyone out in podcast land. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs>